Frank Endicott joins the show now. We look back at last night. We look forward to tonight and what always is a tremendous series, even when the Warriors aren't involved. Let's face it, Frank Endicott is pretty much every year. There's something about the finals of the NRL that provides you such classy entertainment. I'm sure you agree. Oh, look, I love every game, Darcy, but the the finals are special, aren't they? And uh, we saw a special effort by Melbourne Storm last night. That first half was nothing short of sensational. Um, You know, it was just what you live to watch. And, uh, gee, they're going to be hard to beat now. If you take what happened last night, it was obviously a blitzkrieg at the start, wasn't it? It was just an explosion. The Raiders could never quite recover. Is Is it a case of whoever meets them in the final just attempting to... I hate to say it, but Josh Price started at weather the storm for the first half. Well, you've got to because they always open up strong. And, uh, you know, that was the best I've seen their opening start for a long time last night. And, you know, what was it, three tries in 10 minutes um, and 16-0 down for, for the Raiders. They, they, and they never recovered from it. I don't think the Raiders played bad at all. It was just that uh, Melbourne were, were devastating last night. Yeah, what's this the case? What could the Raiders do in that? What what did they do wrong? Was it anything that they didn't do? It was just a case they were overwhelmed. I I think more over overawed because you know if you look at their record at that stadium, uh, ANZ Stadium in Brisbane, I think I don't think they've won there for about ten years. So there's something about the ground that doesn't suit them. Um, but they were in the right frame of mind. You could see the way they ran out. They were there for business. But, I, you know, something tells me they might have played their final the week before against the Roosters. Yeah, it was a cracking game, that one as well. What about tonight, Frank? What have we looked here? I think we've all got a soft spot for Ivan Cleary and for, for the Penrith Panthers. Well, unless, of course, you're a Rabbitohs fan. Um, well, look, you don't win 17 um, games straight by by luck. You know, they're, they're doing everything <laughs> right. I, I, I think they're going to miss their big back rower, um, Viniama Kikau. I, he's a brilliant player and their best forward by a mile. Um, but I see that uh, South have got their centre out now, Campbell Graham. He's pulled out, so it evens, it, uh, evens the, uh, the teams up a bit more. But, oh, look, yeah, I think at home you're going to have to go with Penrith, but um, I wouldn't count South out at all. Yeah, you, you mentioned how good Kikau is, but when you look at that leadership group and some of the strength they've got, the, the pillars, guys like this, the Skipper Tamau, guys like uh, James Fisher-Harris, I say, yo, they've still got some absolute quality there. Well, they have, and you look at that, um, and he's not big either, but that dynamo in the second row, Liam Martin, I mean, you know, he's one of the most powerful second rowers in the game, and uh, there's nothing of him. But everyone's doing their job for Penrith. You know, they, they all play their role well. And um, we know that South on the day, they can go out and attack and, and, and beat any team, uh, and they could well do. Uh, but, gee, you know, this, this Penrith side, I suppose with 17 wins in a row, you're one game closer to a loss, aren't you? <laughs> you can't think like that. You've got to reset the clock at the start of every game, Frank, surely. <laughs> you know that and I know that, but uh, <laughs> facts tell you different. But, you know, it would be a shame to see them um, going so well, winning the minor premiership and then losing out on the grand final. So, you know, and for Ivan, um, you know, I'd love to see him. He's a decent in- individual. Uh, and uh, by gee, his son's playing well. Well, he is, and uh, it's interesting. I was talking to him and uh, this week, and he said that the, one of the good things about their team is that they've got pockets of guys that have played with each other and set those combinations for years now, and that's all starting to pay dividends, which is something the Warriors should do as well, become that developmental club that we always wanted them to be. Exactly, and you, and you, do, get, you do form combinations over a period of time. Um, I, I think the the, the big the big uh, matchup for me is the two sets of halves. You know, uh, Jerome Luai. I mean, 
he's going as good as Cleary. I mean, that, the combination with Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai is, is nothing short of brilliant. Um, and they're leading the way for Penrith every week. But then you look at the South Sarves and Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds. They're doing exactly the same, and they've got more experience. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. I, I think the home um, advantage for Penrith could be enough just to get them over the line. Yeah, and you mentioned names, and we love throwing them out. But I think for me, one of the most, I won't say frightening, but concerning or, or worrisome players on the South side uh, is their hooker, Damian Cook. I've got a huge amount of time for what that guy brings, both, both competitively and attitudinally as well. Without a doubt, and he's come right the last two or three games, hasn't he? he I thought he was, was reasonably quiet during the year. He had the odd moments, but the last couple of games he's really stood up and uh, and actually turned the result for South's way. So he needs to do this again. Um, he always plays his way into a game, and normally second half you see the the, the runs from him, the telling runs. But, um, you know, he's up against a pretty good hooker in, um, in Curacao too. So, you know, again, another good matchup.